Max White, everyone. See something funny. It wasn't funny! I guess I'll just call it Max White Presents. I guess it's decent. Yeah, Max White Presents will work. Alright, dude, we're live. We're here at the Tenor Trap with uh, one of my good friends, uh, filmmaker, skateboarder, man of many talents, John Valenti. That's a pretty good intro. What do you think? What's up, John? I like it. That's cool. What's, man? what's going on, man? Thanks for coming out. We appreciate you. Yeah, not much, man. Just hanging. <laughs> I think I need to stop saying we so much because you've seen it. It's just me here. Yeah. Like, there's no one else. There's yeah. a bartender, but he doesn't really help much. No, it's pretty empty in here. Yeah, it's, I mean, they open right right after we start, so we kind of sneak in here before uh, the... I don't think anything really pops off this early, though. Yeah. It's pretty safe. I saw in the bathroom they're doing a, a Halloween party. Oh, great. I wonder what time that starts. 10 p.m. Damn, they had a... Uh, we came in here two nights ago, and they had uh, a pile of spiked bats. Yeah. Like, actual spiked bats with screws and everything in it, and uh, that begs the question, is that art or just weapons? Because people had to transport those here. Right. Isn't that weird in New York when you see that, like, for Halloween, it's the only time you can walk around with weapons? Yeah, I, even when someone's just walking around with a bat, I just, don't that's want like to. a weapon, but I guess, you know, I walk around with a skateboard, that's a weapon. Yeah, that's true. I think a skateboard is like a nicer weapon. It's like a white belt versus a uh, bat with nails. Well, maybe not, though. I've seen some pretty They're both deadly. Shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty interesting, though. Do you, uh, so what's going on? What's new? You just had a politics video come out. Yep. Well, the whole team did. Those don't know, it's a New York-based skateboard company named Politics. And uh, they had the premiere at House of Vans. What day was that? Um, that was, I believe, the end of September. Nice. So last day then. How long were you filming for that? That was like a year of filming. Um, so 2015 all the way through? Yeah, it just kind of like happened. Uh, I finished my last video, Local Express, and then I kind of didn't really have anything to work on. And I was already kind of breaking out the VX more just for fun. And politics hit me up and they wanted a full length so yeah started planning trips for it did a few trips one to puerto rico miami we did like a little midwest thing it was pretty cool yeah i saw like i was googling the images today from that because that was the midwest trip right yeah you guys call that? that that was the year prior that was like just kind of like a online thing that i planned out with like a bunch of other dudes okay like, kind of like the film for politic for a montage and then for my video too but because I saw that one of the covers of it is the Bosnian Bank spot in Grand Rapids. Yeah, yeah. I, I think they, like, recycled old photos. Okay. But, uh, I do remember seeing, like, yeah. Cato in Grand Rapids out of nowhere. Dave Cato has Last Partner Politics yeah. movie. Yeah. Um, I think that was the time that I think we met, too, is when I went there. Yeah. yeah I think it was on that trip. How long yeah. were you on the road for that? Was that a month? That was, no, nah, it was, like, uh, probably, like, Two weeks, maybe okay. a little less. Because you went to Chicago after you were in Michigan, and then where else? Right. So we drove from New York. Uh, it was me, Cato, and Fred Gall. Drove through straight to Detroit. Skated Detroit for a couple days. Then drove through Michigan. Stopped in Grand Rapids for a night. Yeah. I guess uh, Mraz, he has a bunch of spots out there. So yeah, for sure. Get those up, and then. Um, from there, went straight to Chicago, and then skated Chicago for a few days, and then went to Pittsburgh, and then back to New York. What did you think of Detroit? Was that your first time there? That was my second time there. Okay. Well, yeah, the how last, long was the first time? The first time was about, like, I'd probably say like a week or something. Oh. I went just kind of like on a, just a random trip, kind of like what started me filming from my video. And then um, 
it was like a lot for the Habitat video, Search the Horizon. So, what was it like in terms of like your expectations for Detroit and of what you found there in terms of like how hood it was? I mean, I kind of just like heard that it was bankrupt and stuff, but it was pretty surreal. Yeah. You know, I don't know. It's just uh, some like any other place in the states for sure. Is that because you've been all over the world skating now and filming? Yeah, yeah. I mean, is it up there as some of the most dangerous spots you've been in? That are not dangerous but felt dangerous. It, we we were so like squatted up that it didn't really feel dangerous. But um, I guess like the day after, a couple days after we left, uh, the dude, my friend Justin Boyle, he was showing us around, and I guess he went to the bank spot. Northwestern. Yeah, yeah, and he was skating there with just like a couple dudes, and I guess some car pulled up and like stole their camera and like held them up for gunpoint. That was the only team, wasn't it? Yeah, maybe. I, I think that's what I heard about. Yeah, yeah they I, got all the cameras like. Something horrible, yeah. Damn, sucks. That's... But we got, I guess we got lucky because we had no confrontation or anything. So it's, uh, it's cool. It's pretty weird what's happened there, even though it's like completely different last few years, just in terms of gentrification and how nice it's gotten. It's yeah. still, I mean, especially the spots that Jerry Moraz knows when you go around there, mm-hmm. it's just like, I mean, I can't imagine what it was 10 years ago, let alone now. Right, yeah. And I, I keep seeing photos of it because I still follow dudes uh, that live out there and like. But Toomey? Uh, yeah, and Justin, and then I have a friend, Pat Galloway, he lives there, and then, um, yeah, fuck yeah, yeah, he's the shit, and then, um, I'll just see, like, photos, and it just always looks nicer and nicer to live there, so, yeah, it's weird, like, I just saw Jim Toomey, who's, like, a skater, and he also works in real estate there, sold Tony Hawk a mansion, Oh, like, in Detroit, did you see that? I heard that he, like, lives there now, and people were showing me photos. Yeah, I just saw, he's like, look at my newest client, and I was like, holy shit, that's, uh... I wonder why he would move there. I have no idea, especially, like, that's weird. I feel like he could just get a mansion in, like, California and live the life. It must be, like, one hell of a tax write-off. It just seems like that's a California guy while you want to be in Detroit, but, I don't know, it's a good cocktail conversation, I suppose. Maybe, yeah, maybe he had a... Simplifies life a little. Yeah, it's getting old. <laughs> By buying an old Detroit mansion. That's, yeah, that's, that's that's my dad wants to move back to Detroit because that's where he's from originally. Really? And that's where like he wants. My both my parents are from like my mom went to high school like less than a mile from where that bank spot is. Okay. Yeah. That's so sick. like hassle's gone, but it's pretty crazy to see what's kind of happened to that yeah. area. Where are you from originally? Then Florida. Uh, Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. Okay. Like Fort Lauderdale proper or? Um. Yeah. Like Pompano, Fort Lauderdale. Cool. Uh, I just say Fort Lauderdale because it's closer to Miami and people. Yeah. No, it's fly out. into it a lot so and then what was like it's now you, you obviously grew up skateboarding and then do you always have an interest in filmmaking or what, what yeah what? i kind of just um they kind of went hand in hand for me uh i would usually go skate behind the grocery store like down the street from my house and then uh there's like a few older kids they're like friends with my sister and one of them had like a little high eight camera and i'm like oh that looks cool i want to film me and like my, my friends and yeah just kind of escalated from there. How old were you when I was going down? I was like 14, maybe. Okay. Yeah. And like prior to that, what was your experience like with skateboarding films? Like anything come to mind that you saw or were you watching probably the same ones I was? Um, yeah, definitely. Just like whatever we could find on DVD. Like I would just go to my friend's house down the street and they would have like some new videos like uh, Really Sorry or like Metacomani. Uh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was cool. I don't know. What was the skate shops down there back then? Um, MIA wasn't around yet. I think MIA was like just starting, like okay. right when I started getting more into skating. And then um, I used to go to the surf shop. It was called BC Surf and Sport. Okay. And they just had like a little skate section. And uh, 
the dude that ran it, this dude Blair Hess, he was super cool, and he hooked me up with like my first real skateboard. Oh, sick! So yeah, there's like a huge group of you guys, like Downey from Florida, right? Are you guys all from Fort Lauderdale? Yeah, so uh, Downey's from West Palm. Uh, I didn't know Downey really because Florida's so big that like each town kind of had like their own little crew and stuff like that, and I. Moore grew up with like uh, Ben Gore. He went to the same high school as me. And oh wow! Yeah, we kind of just had same friend group. And but I didn't meet Downey till I was in New York, and he came to visit. I think Ben was in town, and I remember getting to my house, and no one was there but uh, my roommate. And he was like, "Yeah, Brian Downey's here." I'm like, "Oh, cool." And then all the shit was everywhere. I'm like, "Oh fuck, this guy sucks already." And then. Uh, <laughs> We went to a party and like met up with everyone there and Downey was there and then talked to him for like two minutes and we instantly clicked. Came yeah, Phil's don't know he's like Brian Downey's a skater, artist, uh, Falcon Boss. He did hats from the shop, like he sends the hats, those things are yeah. so sick, like the best. Yeah, he kills it for sure. Is he always been that way? Is it crafty? Yeah, he's, uh, he's a crafty dude. I mean, he's always doing something like... He's making something all the time, which is like, it's amazing. I don't know. He, he works harder than anyone I know. But are, are you mechanically inclined? Like, can you build stuff? I'm not good at my hands. I'm better at like computer shit. Okay. Like, so, I think that's why I like filming more than. Like, was it just like a media attraction? Because like event, like all skaters want to be in front of the camera originally. You yeah. Know what I mean, is that what was that like? Like this... I I never thought I had good style, so I always would be the guy filming because I'm like uh, I tried to get footage but I'm just like it looks like shit like I don't know I just like would rather I also like feel like no one could film good when I was filming so okay. it's like I would hand my camera to like my friend and then they'd film me and it would just come out shitty because they can't <laughs> film so yeah. when I would film it I'd, I'd, I don't know I would just notice it more I guess is but, it it seems like there's like at some point like every filmer that I've spoken with like there has to be a point where like you have to care as much about getting the shot as you would about getting a trick if you want to be in yeah. front of the lens like, like I've seen you work especially filming you know what I mean yeah. like you are as into it working hard if not harder right. than the actual skater going on there like talk about that for a second is that yeah. something you learn I mean I just think the I guess since I've been doing it so long I kind of have like a high expectation for like how footage should look and how I know how good my friends are and I know the way that they would want to the footage to come out so I might be a little difficult I guess to film with sometimes I might make someone redo something a few times but in the end like everyone's happy yeah they want but, to see uh, it. yeah definitely piss some people off just being like oh, you want to try it one more time like I don't know because I just feel like sometimes you get a little closer like kind of just makes the clip like way better for someone to watch that's know. like a learned process because like how many times have you filmed something that maybe you didn't like it and you were like i mean we should redo it but didn't and then when you were in editing you're like fuck this isn't nearly as good as i wanted it to be yeah i mean that happens all the time but i don't know like i'm a little critical on myself but i try to remember that someone watching it for the first time won't even be thinking about all the shit i'm thinking about okay you know? they're gonna think about like just see the trick like people are so numb these days it's like just put footage in front of someone and they're kind of hyped they go to that like special place 
Like it seems like the yeah. I mean, there's so much saturation of like skateboard footage out there right now. It's like the same look gets in their face. Like I'd imagine like how strippers do. You right. Know I mean, when they're dancing on a guy's lap, like you think they're indie, but they're not. I think like the bar is a little lower now. I think uh, you kind of had to try more back in the day, especially just because there wasn't as much like internet presence, and now it's just you could just put off footage every day, and people are not gonna care and. I used to get in trouble for saving footage, or if I did put something online, I would get like ripped apart because they'd be like, "What the fuck do you use? Put that online, dude! I want to save that!" Like, but now it's like people just want their shit to be out like so quick, which is it's fine. I, mean, I guess that's how it kind of works now. But it seems like people are like coming back the other way now, where they're realizing like, let's just take our time and put it out and do it the right way. Or how I, is that? I think some people do, I do, but I think a lot of people just kind of throw it out there okay because what's happened in skateboarding is like there's like a huge like obviously if you're hot i take your hoodie off dude. i'm chilling all right let's just check it out uh it just seems like so dvds were the only way to see skateboard films back in the day right now with online everything's out there but now there's like a resurgence of like hard copy dvds because your yours come out in hard copy and they sell yeah. like i know that in my shop we sold copies of those yeah for sure so what is that do you think that the online complements the hard copies um I don't know. I, th I think that uh, hard copies are just kind of like a thing for a filmer nowadays. Like you, or even like people like to collect them, but people would just rather uh, just stream it these days. Yeah. Like, even like uh, I was talking with my friend the other day, and I'm like, "Hey, did I ever give you a copy of my video?" And he's like, "He's like, no, but even if you did, I wouldn't be able to watch it." Like. I'm like, really? Like, it's like, I don't have a DVD player. My computer doesn't take it. Like, we just have all internet devices, oh, wow. you know? So it's like, that's kind of, I feel like will be a problem one day. It's just, you're not going to even need DVD. I didn't know. realize this though, but I got like a new MacBook Pro and they don't even have a DVD yeah. player. I was like, yeah. shit, you can buy the extra attachment, but it's more money. I didn't right. Do that. No one's yeah. going to do that. Yeah, so for sure. It's you're just going to want to file or just, it, I mean, I put shit online after it comes out you yeah know? so i could try to like make some of the money back that you put into it you know but now you're like one of the filmers that you did a whole hd movie which was local express right which let's talk about that because i was at the premiere for that too uh thanks for putting thanks to compass in about it was, yeah. was so unexpected but we were out there it was awesome yeah it was such a good movie but then uh so you did that and your speech i'll never forget that because it was sunshine cinema it was packed out how many oh, people yeah. seat there it's over 200 people yeah i think it's like 250 or something yeah like so that. packed out like standing room it's skateboarder so it's the lowest count denominator of film people watching right. like, like there's beers blunts everything going on yeah. but your speech was so good because i think you said there's enough i don't want to misquote you but it was a there's already enough talking and skateboarding let's just watch the movie yeah totally I, and i was like very impressed by that because you're right there's a lot of talking yeah i mean I just had to keep it short. I'm not gonna like not cause a riot. Well, I just don't. I don't even know what to say when I'm like up there. It's just kind of like, all right, let me just play this thing. I'll speak yeah. for itself, kind of, you know. And so that was an all HD movie, though, right? Yeah, that was all HD, all filmed by me. Okay, so. So, and then that's but that's like that's that's very your style. Like you're like an all you do it all yourself. Is your ideally like to do it right? It kind like well. My reasoning for doing that was because I was seeing so much HD footage come out and it just looked like shit like oh. there's so much like hd crap coming out and it's just not filmed well so i wanted to do the full video by myself so i could maybe show people that it could look good you know yeah. like how i try to film hd is i 
try to imagine it's sort of going to come out like a VX clip. So I'll get super close or just kind of like film it more like a VX style, but it's, yeah, it's HD. But For those who don't know what VX is, it's a, v, it's a Sony VX1000. It's like the standard staple camera, but it's not HD, it's SD. Yeah, and so it's, uh, it's, it's, it's 90s technology, right? Yeah, it's pretty old and outdated. I mean, great for skating, pretty much good for nothing else. Yeah, yeah, and so, but now there's like a, well, and then you, your second, well, is it your second movie full length? No, because you've uh, had others. I, I made a, like a small, homie, independent video in okay. like 2010, it was okay. called Rupdraft. So you went from like the high technology, super expensive for everything involved, yeah. involved in that, like with your cards, lenses. Yeah, so I was kind of like, uh, it was right when the HD got introduced and I was kind of like, in like a hiatus kind of like I just finished my last video rough draft and then I didn't know like I knew that I wanted to film skating but I knew that there's probably no way for me to do it and like make money to like survive if I'm filming VX so I started like buying some HD cameras and trying them out like I had a 5D and a 7D and I would see stuff online and try it and I just wasn't into it and then I finally saw the HPX footage and I was like, okay, that's the one that's to the get. One. Yeah. And I got that. What are you looking for in footage wise when you see that? Like, is there, you have a very like keen eye to it because you watch so much of yeah, it. Yeah. I mean, I want a camera that could zoom and I also want a camera that the fisheye is going to be, I can, I can get close enough that the person's in frame and it's not going to, I don't know, just, it's going to like hold his aesthetic to like for skating, you okay. know? So you go from that, so you go from like, so now are you working like commercials on the side to pay to pay rent essentially, or are you selling skate clips? I've, like always, I've always like freelanced uh, on commercials and stuff, just like production work and shit. Okay. Hate it, you know. But uh, yeah, l lately this year I've gotten lucky. I've gotten like a few teams that flew into town and I was able to help film for their videos and get, sell the footage and... And that goes back to the companies then, or the companies that those skaters ride for? Yeah, yeah, and I'll just get a check and some film credit. You know? Yeah, so how was it going back then to when you want to do your own project with Politic, all VX? Was it just like um, starting over again? It's, it's more stressful because uh, the Politic thing is like I'm kind of limited more, I guess, because I don't know everyone that rides for the company. Yeah. So I would just get footage sent to me that I had no control over. So gotcha. I wouldn't be able to like film it, you know, myself, like people from London and Canada. It's like, I would have loved to skate with these dudes and try to like put more of my style into it, but you just gotta make it, gotta you know, make it work. Yeah. On one. yeah. What is it now? Are you back and forth often? Do you have family down there still? I haven't been in like a year, but my mom's still there, my sister, and okay. I have some cousins, and then uh, I'm supposed to go back in November for Thanksgiving. It seems like everyone I met out of Florida, not just here, but I, mean, I, I think I met Ben on that trip yeah. in Michigan, Ben Gore, but you guys have a real like good style, high caliber skateboarding that goes down in Florida there. Yeah, there's a lot of talent. Is, sure. that, is that just because you guys get 12 months uh, to skate, or what is that? I don't know. You know, it's funny because like Florida is not blessed with like good skate parks. Like we have like the worst skate parks, but some for some reason maybe I think it's just like our older generation was just doing it right, and okay. I think we had a lot of impact from that. Kind of just like shaped us to skate a certain way. 
What was that like growing up doing that, being on skating? What what was the eventual jump to New York? Was it something you always wanted to do? Well, my my whole family's from here, so oh, wow. I would always come up here, and yeah. it just kind of made sense. Once I like came up here to film for my first video for a summer, I wound up staying for like eight months, and then I was like, all right, I'm gonna go back to Florida, finish the video, and then just move up up here. And I did that, and I haven't left. Is there something about like footage? I know particularly the way like when I look at skateboard videos. Yeah. Uh, this is gonna piss my friends off in Arizona, but like I love Pyramid Country and they're all my friends. But like yeah. ditch skating just does not appeal to me as much as like a New York City scene. No, I actually I get like super bummed out if I'm at a ditch spot. So yeah, it just doesn't. It's boring for me. I don't know. Nothing in the background, out. and it's just. It's very cut and dry. Yeah, so is that, do you have any, I mean, ideally, could you just stay in New York and film, or is there other places in the world you want to go to? Um, I could, like, I like the way San Francisco looks on footage, and I, I think there are, like, there's some good spots in L.A. that look good on film, but for me right now, I think New York, and I think the people that are here are cooler. Yeah, you know? okay. What well, is it, I don't I think you take it for granted being here and like I've always visited New yeah. York in a skateboarding capacity like how many good skaters there are on every block and not like decent skaters like pros you grew up watching yeah and is that it's weird because I remember maybe only like 10 years ago it seemed like all the skaters had to be in LA and now they're always here you always yeah see that. I mean a lot of those dudes just live by coastal and just yeah. come here for the summer skate and then go back to LA and keep skating it's just this place is limited because you only get like eight months out of the year to For skate sure. and that's it. Do you go to LA often then or what? Um, I went last year for like a month and I went to San Francisco for like a month as well and it was awesome. But I, I'd like to do that again this year or somewhere else, you know. Just out there? Yeah, yeah, it's good to just to be warm and not freeze. And for sure. I could do it for like a month, be cold and then... I got. I go crazy. I gotta get out. Have you um, now? Have you done anything like other than skateboard filmmaking, or do you have any aspirations to do anything like other than that? Um, I would like to. Uh, just, I think skateboarding is just kind of my thing right now. Yeah. And I actually tried for a year to like do other things and stuff like that, but I don't know. I would just watch skating a lot, like going Thrasher or whatever, and whatever new video I'm like fuck like way rather be doing that than this you know yeah for sure it's, it seems like a lot of skaters are like branching out and like yeah. doing other things you know what I mean like is that like you're saying does it feel like if you go to do one thing you're kind of abandoning what you love the most yeah like I just I only have so much energy I could put into something so I'd rather put it more into something I'm more passionate about than filming some car commercial that's like selling a bunch of shit like I don't yeah. really care about that I just but. went on set for my first time like my yeah. friends filming a commercial in LA at Universal Lot and uh, it's amazing to see how many people yeah are like around. and you've been on set too I mean you've been set yeah, in totally. your profession it's like 600 people and you can tell someone to like say action but then yeah. there's like six different people it has to go through yeah. is that do you think if you were to like get into like filmmaking in terms of like feature films or even say short films, would you want your crew pretty minimal, or or do you think you'd kind of adapt that way? Um, well, since I've I do have like a commercial background and I've been on so many sets, it's like I get how a job needs to be run, and you know, you the reason why there's so many people is because it's like high quality. It's like they're gonna produce something like amazing looking. Yeah, like they have all the money to do it. Like 
that's what it comes down to is how much money do you have in a budget and that's how good your shit's gonna come out but um i think if i did have uh like a project like that i would probably do it by the books and just if the budget was there, you know. Yeah, it but, seems like those things exist for a reason why those things get made. It's yeah. just very, like, over... Did you go... Now, what was your film school? Did you film school or was it just you um, I went to uh, one semester at New York Film Academy, and then I was pretty over it. Yeah. I, I was learning just things I already knew, and, yeah, I just couldn't do it. And it was, like, 17000 a semester. It's so expensive. I remember looking at that insane. when I was younger, too. I was, like, working at a pizza place up here for, like, one day a week and then going to school five days a week and barely surviving so I just I couldn't do it do you think like initially what made you like you always knew you wanted to be a filmmaker but like what initially made you like okay I'm gonna go to you know New York Film Academy did well, you think you could like gain something or I thought so I thought like okay well at least I could try to learn something new but I wasn't learning anything so I just kind of I couldn't do it do you yeah. keep in touch with anyone that's from there nah see that was the thing too is that you were you would be in the classroom and it's all these like rich kids from like india and like korea and they just have so much money that they're just like oh i want to be a director i'm like you're like okay well good luck like everyone in the classroom wants to be that and they would pair you up in groups of like five and you would just get stuck with like just kids that didn't know how to film and it was it was a nightmare. And like, so all my projects would come out looking like shit because you would have to have other people film them so you could direct them. And after like the first two projects, I was pretty over it. I went, it's the same experience. I went to one in LA for a week. Yeah. And then I was out there and it was all like rich kids that their families worked yeah. in the industry, which I didn't even know what the industry meant back then. Yeah. I think I was like 19, but they all wanted to like do blow and hang out like at the yeah. bar. And then, because you have to pay like lab fees, which are like your film stock and everything. Right. And then I, I'm not a rich kid. I'm like, you know right. what I mean? So it's like, wait, I want to work on something. Because you get assigned to these groups yeah. that you don't know. And, uh, and it sucks. So that's interesting. That yeah. I wonder how many filmmakers have been like, would have been like the next whatever, but they just got jaded by the rich kids at film school the first week. Yeah. I mean, ideally, if you had the money, you could kill it at film school. Yeah. But the fact that they make you pay for everything is just like, it's a struggle if you don't have money. Did you shoot on film there? Yeah, they made us shoot on film. So, like, you would have to buy the film, and then you'd have to also get it, like, processed. Yes. So was that 16 that. were you shooting? Yeah, we were shooting 16, and then we were shooting, wow. uh, I think they wanted us to shoot 35, but I dropped out before that. Dude, are you I would have been bankrupt, yeah. That's how, they were just shows on a fashion set last week, and they were shooting Super 8. Yeah. No, I'm sorry, they were shooting 16. Yeah. It was like an old Bolex, and the dude that, he was like, probably 25, that was like the last assistant in the lowest rung, he was the only one that knew how to work on it, just be I was talking about it, because I used to shoot Super 8 a lot. Yeah. And he was saying, he's like, dude, I just always had these around but the 8 version is never the 16 because it's twice the width if you don't know 16 right. but it's like twice the cost because you have to develop it per foot yeah. I think it's like what $100 a foot ends up being processed it's expensive yeah I mean Super 8's even expensive it's just, yeah the new Kodak came out I was all excited because I have an old Canon one that I was shooting yeah. but it's like $700 it's so dumb yeah it's not I don't even think it's worth it yeah it's at that point it's, and we used to like you uh, you could shoot it on film and then you would get it developed at Kodak with these yeah. prepaid ones and then you could project it on a white wall and then record it with a vx that's how you could ghetto transfer it right that's how we used it but now it's so expensive i don't know it seems like uh the hipsters found out about it and now they're just gonna like drive the screw in for sure i mean 
I, see, I feel like I've have you shot Super 8 skating stuff before? Yeah, yeah. A lot I've not of, seen you around. All the, like, the B-roll and the politic video is all Super 8. That's so, right. Okay. Yeah. That's what it was. That was, I mean, I don't even have a Super 8 camera anymore. I had to borrow Danny Renaud's. He just had one and I just started using that. Did you just call these, order the stuff online, the Kodak? Yeah, I mean, B&H is uh, in New York, so yeah. we oh, just, that's right. we're lucky and you we can just go over, there, go and over there and pick it up, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, it's a pretty insane spot to go that beach photo place. It's like uh, Santa's factory, but yeah. all the heads, yeah. This is a uh, big ups to beach for all this stuff for the podcast and oh, stuff. Yeah. We went in there and did it, and so uh, it's a place to get it. Yeah, but then you realize that how insignificant you are money wise because you like I feel like you right. can drop like twenty grand there and they won't look at you any different than if you spend like forty bucks. Yeah. Like they're just like whatever. I, do. I always said if I ever got rich, that would be like the first place I go. Just show up and just, just have carts of it out. Fucking go for it. Oh, yeah. it'd be so amazing. And they're yeah. so like it's such a weird place too. Because you see, like a guy yeah. next to me was buying a whole red kit. It was oh, like over yeah. forty five thousand dollars. And I think I bought totally. like the, the zoom which is like three hundred and uh, they seriously were like next? Like this is such a weird New York's weird because there's yeah. so much money around. Yeah, there is. It's it's insane. I think people have the most money here. It's do you, do you it's think? Crazy. Well, it's weird because like I think about this a lot. Like even if you like Bill Gates in New York is considered mm-hmm. new money to like a lot right. of the old money here. Do you think about that? Like like do you ever think about like I see people here that like try to front. They're like about how rich they are. Right. It's insane to me. Like that's yeah. the. It's I mean it's insane anywhere, but particularly here because you're literally looking at a skyline of people that actually have money, and you never will, no matter how many finance places you work at. Totally. I mean. I guess it's it's harder for me to see how much money someone has here because it's just everyone's just walking around. Yeah. But uh, I noticed it a lot more in LA just because it's more status there and it's like what kind of car you drive in, like kind of watch you got, like yeah, you kind of it's like more of a show. I feel like you got to put up. And I, I heard a, I heard a term out there and I was out there like a month and a half ago and they call it status insecurity. I yeah. never heard that before, but it's so true. I was just like, yeah, people real. at a party, I overheard like someone say like, listen, you know, I'd love to talk more, but I, ha- like, I have to be over to that area because there might be some, like, someone over there. And she just said yeah. it so seriously. I wish it was to me because it would be a better story, but it's to my <laughs> friend who's like a lowly comic out there. God. But it's, uh, it's a weird place. Do you, do you miss New York when you're away from it? Um, it's like a something that I do miss. It's nice when I get back, but uh, usually I'm like so ready to leave by the time I do take a trip. But yeah, by the end of the, like anywhere I am, I'm like uh, New York. I'm always comparing wherever I am to New York. Yeah. And, like I kind of wish I like moved somewhere else first, so I wouldn't be so like used to New York. Yeah. It's just like so easy here. And it's know. like I mean I've been here almost a year now and I've been yeah. business I've been like 16 or 18 but it's weird that you go even back to where I'm from like you, yeah. there's nothing going on at 11 o'clock on a Tuesday you can't even get totally. food yeah. and you're just like you don't want to be that guy like oh back in you know what I mean but it's yeah. just like I don't know me wise like it's like the only city I've ever been in where it feels like it runs faster than I do in my mind so right. there's something always going on yeah, and uh, you have to be really careful here, obviously, because uh, you can drink a little bit too much and end up like you know not having rent. <laughs> yeah, you can totally get sucked into the party scene. It's like super easy because there's a bar in every corner, and there's a skater behind the bar working. Yeah, there's yeah. always like the homie working at a bar, and then everything's open till four in the morning, so you don't even know when to leave. 
how do you like personally in terms of I know you're like really like we go skating with it like all day long, but then yeah. you'll sometimes depart and maybe not go to the party aspect of it. Yeah, that, I I just try to do like little sober stretches yeah. like through the week, but you know I have like my nights I I go for it. For sure. Is that do you think that's just a personal limit that you do, or do you think you work better when you are taking those sober breaks? Um, it just depends like what my week's looking like. If I have to wake up early, like I'm not gonna go drink, but there's always like there's always a reason to go drink. That's like the thing but i try to find reasons not to do that you know have you heard that that acronym fomo fear of missing out yeah i never heard so i moved here i think it's from uh broad city oh is it okay i I know like this one girl it's a friend of mine she has like it's a real thing she'll be like you want to go to this party and fomo's on and i'm like no it's like yeah side at a gallery on like a tuesday night and i've got shows and i'm like no i don't want to go so if i got fomo it's like that here that's dangerous right no, like, then you just look laying in bed, looking at your phone, and you're just seeing all these like Snapchats and shit, and you're just like, "Fuck, I'm missing out." Yeah, but, this would be a really good one. I might see something cool. But, but then you'll link up with them the next day, and you're like, "Oh, I feel like shit." And you're like, "Oh, well, I feel great." So. Yeah, and I love the mornings here. Like, yeah, said, I'm not good at getting up, but once I'm up, it's like New York City in the morning is so much different than at night. No, like, it's, it's definitely like probably my favorite time of the day is just wake up, go get your coffee, and chill for a little bit yeah. before day gets going it feels like it's like the woody allen new york that i grew up like watching on tv that's what the mornings are here versus you know a fucking tj maxx convention at night of just uh, people just clawing down around you with really bad like tech jeans on it just depends on where you're at i guess i'm in the west village a lot for shows do you have a like you ever notice because you're a skateboarder you have your version of new york that's just different than a lot of other different people's i i think so yeah i think um like some normal girl will have a different version of new york than me like she's not hanging on alleys at 3 a.m exactly yeah. yeah she's not no one's going where i'm going a lot of the time so it's like i just think that's like skateboarding though it's just you're gonna travel places you'll like a normal person will never go yeah and you'll see things a normal person will never see like you can live well that's the good thing about new york too is that you can live here forever and still there's something you haven't seen yeah definitely like, and shit's always changing here it's like they're Never gonna be done building this. Place. I'm more scared in Northern yeah. Florida than I am in like East New York. Like I was just pumping gas there. First time I ever drove up all in Florida yeah. was last summer, and they call it Cracker Country. That like area of like Gainesville, north of there. Yeah. I was getting gas like three in the morning, and there's just this like old woman smoking a cig, pitch black, with two thousand oranges behind her, and all you could see was the smoke. It was like out of a Jason movie. It was horrifying. Yeah, I feel like anything like past Tampa is in Florida. For it's, me, yeah, it's so it's weird. It's like some other place, like in between Georgia and Florida. Like, other entity or yeah. some weird spot. Yeah, it's just like the craziest people over there. Did you guys always fly out of there, or would you drive up to um, wherever you're going out of Florida? When I was living in Florida, yeah, uh, yeah, we would definitely drive in Florida a lot. You know, just to like different cities. Like we would go to Orlando, make little trips to Tampa for like the contests and stuff, but. Mostly, I would probably fly out of Florida. Yeah. My mom lives in Pompano yeah. as well. And it's weird because I thought I was associated Fort Lauderdale with like pretty and nice and like cool. And which yeah. there are really nice areas though. There's some pretty ghetto ass areas down there. Like, yeah, particularly it's pretty hood. Like I'm, down A1A, like the whole area for sure. Yeah. Um, that rapper, Kodak Black, he's from Pompano, where I'm from. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it's pretty hood where he's from. I got yeah. robbed down there. 
Really? Uh, yeah, I landed and I went to go surfing with my friends and all of my shit was in his car and we parked at, uh, do you know where Jansen Beach is? Yeah. It's Broward County. It's a little away from Pompano, but I think it's like a half hour probably. Mm-hmm. And uh, we came back and all the windows were bashed out and it got everything. It sucked, Jeez. dude. Like I just landed. That's... Um, Super rare. Surfing. That's never happened to me. They said uh, it's so weird because it's such a beautiful beach in the area. But then yeah. when the cops came. Um, they're like, dude, did you notice the ground? And I'm like, no. And it was all bubble glass. Like apparently, like groups from Miami will just drive up the beach coast. Yeah, and they'll just smash and grab everything. So it was a lesson learned, but it sucked. Yeah, I think uh, just people in Florida are super bored. So yeah. they're just gonna, like do some hood rat shit. It ended know? up saving me money though, like because it was the first day we got there. It was like a nine day trip, and uh, because they got our IDs. And mm-hmm. everything, we couldn't get in any bars. They wouldn't let us in. I think I was like 25 uh, at the time. So we had to like literally try to sneak into bars or we'd have people buy us alcohol even though we were like 24, 25. That's the so only awesome. thing they didn't take were uh, skateboards. Like that's like they took everything yeah. else though. Well, like, that's good. You can still Yeah, still skate. skate yeah, for yeah. sure. Cruise around definitely was a bit fucking yeah. sucking rob is the worst. Has that ever happened to you up here? Um, I haven't got robbed up here. Um, I know some people who have. Like, just left their camera bag somewhere, or, you know, uh, someone snacked at the skate park. But I've been robbed in Florida once. We just left some shit in a car and skated some, like, ghetto-ass school. and Smash and grab? Kind of. Just... I think I got set up. I don't know. Oh, damn. <laughs> what happened? What do you think? Uh, is this some douchebag that I used to skate with? I think he, him and his brother robbed me. But uh, whatever. Is it weird, though? Like, you hear these stories? super young. That... Well, you get wise to that stuff, too. And I yeah. know, like, I've been into the projects here with, like, Jerry, uh, going to yeah. see some of the spots here. And then, uh, was it Ricker that got shot in the neck by the Pelican? Did you hear about that? No. I, I don't want to misphrase the story or whatever, though. But from what I think it was, was they were uh, in those, I think it was, it's one of those high-rise projects that are, like, mm-hmm. over on the river. I don't know if it's Harlem or the Bronx. Yeah. Um, but they were filming in that little pyramid spot. And oh, also, yeah. like, Ricker grabbed his neck. And there's kids up top, like, fucking with them with their BB or Pelican. I could be totally butchering that story. But we were walking through one, I think it was that spot. Right. And you go up those staircases, and there's, like, the, like, it looks like New Jack City. There's, yeah. like, the living embodiment of a crack zombie, like, walking down the hallway. And most people would never see that because we don't live there and don't have to, but all those yeah. good spots are there. What is it about skateboarders that make us attracted to that area? Or I, I mean, think was, uh, it's just finding the untouched stuff too, and especially if you're with Mraz, he's always on it. You know, he's like, he's told me before that he knows more spots than any skateboarder in New York. Yeah. So there's only one person that knows more spots than him, and that's a BMXer. So I wonder if that's he knows uh, it all. I wonder if that's BMX Bob. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Bob's the man. Yeah. yeah that guy's really cool. Uh, yeah. I did, did like some work with him. He's a he's a good guy for sure. That's um, cool. It's. Like, they know every nook and cranny here, though. You'll be driving around and think you'll right. see a spot. Or you'll do, like, a walk of shame at 8 in the morning at some random place in Brooklyn. Yeah. And you send him a, a photo, and it'll be like, oh, yeah, like, three years ago. And then he'll send you, like, the reference. It'll be like, Bobby Puglio, frontside. Right. Like, what the fuck? Like, how did you find that? I mean, bikers, they can just get around way quicker. True. You know? They can definitely do that, they for could sure. Just pedal up a hill. This is... Know? Was it... In Florida, is there, like, a good relationship between bikers and skateboarders? I don't think there's, like, any relationship between those two. It's just kind of like it's so spread out like i said so it's like you literally meet up with your homies in like the car or something and then drive somewhere and skate it's like it's really rare if you're like there's a bmx or like 
around. Hanging out with you guys or something. But here it's like a symbiosis, like where it's uh, everybody's yeah. down. Because I remember like one time seeing a rollerblader and like where I'm from, people hate rollerbladers. Right. But Jerry was like, they'll fucking kill you here. Like yeah. there's like some gnarly ass rollerbladers here and... That's, yeah, he's he's just got weird relationships with a bunch of people. Yeah, but it's um, I mean they, like the spots he gets though from BMXers. I've right. never seen rollerblade spots, but the BMX spots are just. We yeah. were we were up in like Long Island by Shelter Island. I was with Bob, and we saw this like random ass cellar door, and he's like, "Oh, dude, Jerry would love the spot." Like it's he probably it's already knows about it. Yeah, yeah. I know, right? He's like, "I already skated like three years yeah. ago." That's uh, it. people who don't know like who Jerry is. I gotta get him on here. It'd be so interesting. Um, yeah, that'd be it sick. It'd be crazy <laughs> to go through the spots though too. But he, um, like, he knows spots everywhere. He just goes and drives for hours still. Yeah, and it's just incredible to see like how many streets are in New York City and all the five boroughs. Like probably over ten thousand. Yeah, and he's oh, just driving up and down. It's a, it's insane his whole process because he puts in so much work for one clip, and it's it's just the whole process of getting the clip is insane. Just and like. I've been to a spot with him in Brooklyn, and he literally, like, pulled up his truck. It was the spot that was, like, off someone's house into a cellar door, and there was no run-up. So he pulls his truck up, starts unloading this, like, table with, like, legs that he, like, he already had it, like, prepped to just, like, screw it together really quick. So he screws it together. Me and him carry it over to the spot to, like, make more run-up for this spot. It, It was insane. Like... The spot's not skatable, but he's trying to make it skatable. Yeah, like, and then it'll it be wound a, up being a total fail though because the second we got it in there, he tries to throw down on it and the table starts shaking, and he couldn't like stabilize it to get the run up. And then I guess someone came out of their house and we just ditched it and like fuck, this fucking they we st- we like drove by a little later and they're just like tearing it down. That's like the one thing in skateboarding that like no one knows is that that okay so like if you would have got a make on that that's like what a three four second clip yeah and, and that's days of preparation that Jerry does. right like that, or that exactly. you do you yeah know, and it just and there's no way to show that because it's just another person it's like skateboarding it's like trick 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 yeah. and they have no idea but take an average person this is what's gonna be interesting about the Olympics like that that was skateboarding wise yeah. which. I don't, ugh. Do we, why don't, do we go there? Do we I, talk don't, about that? I don't really have too much to say about I mean, it. I didn't either. I'm not psyched on it. But no, yeah. But it, it should be interesting. Yeah. But if they were to say to you, like, right now, John, we want you to be our filmer for the Olympics, what are you going to say? Oh, I would say, hell yeah. Like, <laughs> give me that check. That's Get a that fat Olympic, Olympic check. Olympic check, yeah. I would, I would totally do it. It's not like I'm, like, degrading myself. I'm just filming what's going to happen already. It's like, yeah, so that's I would a great film for Street it. League, you know? Like, I don't care. It's just, like, a, it's a day of work. That's yeah. really what it comes down to. Is it... I, I'm excited to see what the board graphics are going to be, because, like... For the Olympics? Yeah, because you can't... There's a there's a signage law in the oh, Olympics. Uh, like, if you look at, like, Oakley or, like, any... Yeah. Like, I just know from snowboarding and skiing, like, athletes, if you look at their even, like, Oakley O on their goggle straps, is, like, a fraction of the size it normally is. Because there's a certain amount of signage that you're allowed to have on your equipment for all Olympic events. Wouldn't it maybe like um, the skaters board sponsor probably just print like something for them? I do. Yeah, that's the best part. It's gonna happen. be like a small like baker like yeah, or whatever yeah, like a little sticker. How it's gonna happen or like a Tony Hawk. That's brand. crazy. I, I'm pretty curious how they're gonna like judge it or how it's gonna be set up. Like it's gonna be like a street league kind of yeah. deal or what? And then. I don't know. Do we want to give all these people Olympic medals for for skateboarding yeah, and no weed? No weed. Yeah, uh, that's I, so weird. Test, I don't know. It's gonna be. I mean, I feel like a, a lot of 
the older dudes don't smoke, you know? Yeah, well, they you see, not. I think that, I mean, yeah, guys like, we keep just using Jerry's example, though, but Jerry being yeah. the, as old as he is, that dude's in, like, better shape than I've been in my entire life. Right. He's constantly working at it. Yeah, because I mean, you have to be to stay at that high level to skate like that in your movie. That yeah. backside one eighty he does that bump to bar, right? Is like that's that's so high. That's yeah, he's uh, he's fucking good, man. Did you know. now like that Taylor Naraki like the interview with him yeah. and Jenk I'm talking about not being a drinker. Like it's like something I always think about. Like Taylor, like his window. So like the window of skateboarding, they always joke is like eighteen to twenty four, meaning right. That's your best possibilities. Yeah, but Taylor's window is gonna be so much bigger because he's never went to the party phase. Yeah, I mean, he's also just, like, really focused. I guess uh, it's just, without drinking, that's kind of, you have more time to focus on skating. Yeah, you know? and, and you, save you money. feel better every day, and I have, like, Taylor's never drank, so he's, like, a weird example, but, like, I have another friend, my friend Trevor, who used to do, like, a lot of drugs, sorry, Trevor, and um, <laughs> he's he was an addict, and, you know, he went to rehab, and he's been good and now he skates like obsessively so he put like all his addiction into skating and it is sober now and it just like it it shows like how much more you can do by not partying i guess yeah but and he didn't like, like some people some people could pull the partying off you know and yeah. still kill it like but it almost seems like they're killing it still but like what what could be you know because right. it's uh it's just you can't fight age and like they, with that window being yeah. there you cannot get you know you're, the only thing you can mean your way is you essentially totally yeah. but is that how we're chemically wired because partying is a lot of fun is that just I think it's just like a, it's a sh- social thing like people pe- people enjoy drinking and want to hang out with their friends it's I don't think it's a horrible thing, but I think there's people that suck at drinking. Like, yeah, they can have a few, and then they're a different person, you know. For sure, just not, yeah, yeah. Not like those people good. probably should uh, chill. I tend yeah. to date those girls. That's not yeah, nice. mostly they're chicks, and yeah, those are the ones that you want to date. And but, yeah, but then when it's your friend, and you're like, ah, oh, I thought he was cool, and he has like a couple yeah. beers, and you're like, ah, oh, fuck, I gotta go. Dude, yeah, that happens. It's something about New York too, because like if someone can tee up and like uh, drink and not handle it here, not only will it uh, enable you to do more of that, like right. there's no stopping you. Like in Michigan, you're gonna get stops to the bar, and like two yeah. here, it's like it's like Vegas from a like that Hunter S. Thompson. Fear and loathing in Las Vegas, where they like corral you in. They're right. like, come on, spend money, dumbass. It's like a little playground, like. Just even this little neighborhood is just a playground. Yeah. Or like an adult, you know? Yeah, adult candy store. Yeah. Slash, it's amazing. What, okay, so like in, in terms of wrapping up now, what are you looking for? So let's say like a younger skater. We're not going to yeah. get into like what it takes to get sponsored because just go skate and have fun, kids. But like, what are you looking for that would like be attractive to you in terms of like someone you want to film with? Like what are the traits that that person might have? For the skater. For the skater. Um, just... Probably good style and good choice of tricks, you know. Uh, I like when people have their own ideas where I don't have to skate coach them, you know. Yeah. And if we agree on what they want to do, it's mostly, that's better for me. It's like I would I'd probably click better with someone like that, you know. Okay. So, like, most, most, most of the time when I'm skating with someone and they're like, okay, I have this idea, I'm going to do this, this, and I'm like, that's sick, like. Or I'll maybe be like, well, maybe do this flat ground trick. Or yeah. But, yeah, I guess anyone who kind of knows what's up, you know. What are your thoughts on style? Then? I mean, do you, are you kind of like you can't force it or? Yeah, I don't think you can force it, but um, 
No, you can't. It's <laughs> natural. So you think you're, yeah. it's natural you're born with it? Or yeah. is it something like people can kind of learn it? Because you see a lot of kids now with the locked arms down. I think that's like, it's very like readable. Like you can tell when someone's faking their shit. Like, so natural style is more appealing to me than some kid that's trying to skate like a little cherry kid or something yeah like that, you know? are there any are there any like is there any, like any examples of people that like natural style like style i think immediately in my mind i think smooth but there's some really yeah. quirky styles that are cool too you know is that are you, are you kind of more on the smooth all around or are you like just individual style like have your own style um i guess yeah have your own style but and then i don't really care for all, all that quirkiness either yeah it's like I don't. I don't like comedy skating too yeah. much. I, I think it's should be more serious than that. Elaborate on that in terms of comedy skating, like, like the gimmicks. Yeah, just like you know, like the dude like with all the colors on his grip tape, and uh, just just yeah. like walking on this, the ground while his board's rolling or something like that's like not a real trick or. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I'm just so, like jaded in like my mindset that like skating should be a certain way. But obviously, it's skateboarding. It could be anyway. But for me, what appeals to me is certain things. I don't okay. know. Last question I'm going to ask you, yeah. uh, kind of. If you're a kid and you want to start filming skateboarding, right? Yeah. What's like? What, what advice do you have other than because with the comics I've interviewed, I'm the, the default is just get on stage more. But like anyone right. can say that. And the default, I'm guessing, for filmmakers is just make more movies and just try to get better at it. So yeah. other than that, though, what would you recommend? Like anything hard that a kid or a person that wants to make films could know? Um, it's trial and error, really. So it's the more you do it, the better you're going to get at it. And it's maybe knowing what camera to have and filming good, I guess. is. Any important. cameras that you'd recommend like starting out with? Uh, or? Definitely start out with a VX. I mean, that's the way I did it. And I think it just translates well for anyone but mm -hmm. obviously you could move on to hd if you want and i think like more kids these days just kind of fall into an hd camera and that's just because it's there and there's so many of yeah them, and it's, it's so easy these days to like deal with footage on hd you don't have to capture shit and it's just drag and drop have you seen any iphone footage that you like um i have uh but it's not like i wouldn't pursue like a full video like i like the uh, raymond molinar was making little edits here and there yeah and he would use uh i think it was like the oleo clip with like the super 8 app okay and i mean it looks as close to a vx as i think you can get with your phone oh nice so that looked cool yeah i like uh snow goose's cuts but yeah buck's shit is buck. the, that's the same thing that uh raymond was doing so, okay yeah, yeah. Buck, it... buck's always been making like uh little videos too like and he, he's a florida guy isn't he yeah yeah he's from fort lauderdale is he coming back up i heard he is um yeah hopefully i hope so yeah. i'm not missing uh okay anything upcoming that you want to plug in here um for me yeah not too much i've been filming hopefully for something um i got a lot of footage saved but any like upcoming ideas that you want another full length or what's next I, for right you? now i have enough for like a short full length so i might just Put something out like that and then uh just start fresh and that that won't be like brand specific that no be that like will, your friends it'll probably be like just something i just put out for the homies and okay and then it. um at john valenti on all things social media right are yeah you, just, are you twitter i'm nah just just instagram, instagram. i got nothing to say yeah cool so. that's awesome <laughs> well dude john thanks so much for coming out we appreciate it and uh we're done here for today thanks so much bye that's right everyone see something funny it wasn't funny!
I guess I'll just call it Max White Presents. I guess it's decent. Yeah, Max White Presents will work. <laughs>